The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to Robots Thoughts the place where we come together to explore the boundaries of my knowledge about my knowledge. Hey there, friends. Welcome to Robots Thoughts. And this is your host, Robots, or Tom. You can call me either. And this is the first actual regular episode of this show. Some of these episodes I'm going to be doing from the car, so the audio quality won't be as good as it is right now. But um, some of them I'll I'll be able to do using my regular home setup because I'll have some time and an opportunity to talk about some things at home. So what am I talking about this week? Well, this week is a fallout topic. And so I'm going to release this show, this episode of robots thoughts on the fallout Lorecast and also on the robots thoughts feed that's not always going to be the case if the topic is too far afield from one of the other shows that i do then i won't release it on one of the other shows that'll only be here so if you are listening to this on the fallout Lorecast and you want to get a glimpse into some of the other things i'm thinking look up robots thoughts on whatever player you use it soon will be out everywhere it currently is only out in a few places but eventually it'll be out out everywhere so keep that in mind and this topic today this is a place um in general robots thoughts is a place where i'm going to explore some of the things i've been thinking about and so one of the things i've been thinking about is the question about if nuclear war was to break out like it does in the fallout games where would be the safest place to live what would happen in the communities and the countries that aren't brought up in the fallout world so let's explore this a little bit this is this series is i'm not going to do a whole lot of background research i might pull up some things but this is going to be more of a of a mental exercise a lot of these topics and, and thinking about the things that i know and how do they fit together and maybe start some discussion with you guys about some of this stuff because some of you have brought up this specific topic it has come up before in questions and things that you've sent me what what goes on in other places in the world most recently somebody was asking about uh, russia what happens to russia now let's let's review a little bit about what we know the united states is embroiled in a war with china and communism has moved on has continued so if communism has continued in china then it probably also has continued in russia or the ussr if it's maybe still the ussr Uh, but very little as far as i know has been brought up about that in fallout at all they tend to keep the chinese as the representation of communism the united states as the representation of capitalism and then there's the equivalent of the eu the european union and the middle eastern powers and that that part of the globe what isn't regularly discussed is much in the way of things in the southern hemisphere so by that i mean places like uh, large portions of africa south america 
and even Australia. Australia, I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you want to do the research behind this, I don't think Australia comes up very much at all when it comes to international conflict. Now, we know today that Australia is considered a Western power, an English-speaking country, that they've typically sided with the Allies during world wars and those kinds of things. So if they had missiles and were launching their nukes, then they might get launched at as well. So let's, and most of, most of Australia is basically wasteland anyway. So let's roll, let's rule them off the list. So the places that seem least likely to be hit or to suffer major fallout, let's say from nukes going off would be in Africa and South America. Now let's consider political uh, identities and who these areas side with. Well, Africa tends to be very diverse depending on which European power initially colonized and which areas gained their own independence at what time. It's, it's a very complex area over there. Um, but in general, there tends to be a mix between some some places that tend to side more Middle East, some t- places that side more capitalist, and some places that side a little bit more in the what we would consider like Russia, China, communist camp, I would assume. And this is just kind of extrapolating the way the world goes from like the 1950s on, right? This doesn't have any very, has very little to do with what the world looks like now compared to what the world looked like in the 1950s and then continued mostly in that same direction. So, if we go that direction, then that area might very well have been embroiled in some sort of conflict, internal conflict. If we look down in South America, though, South America tends to be the furthest from the communist regimes. So it would take more for the communists to launch their missiles at South America. And ICBMs have a limited range unless they can make it to orbit and then they can hit anywhere on the planet and missiles that are shot from submarines of course can be placed along the coast but if south america isn't considered a major threat and in the 1950s it definitely wasn't as developed as the rest of the western world so if that's the case then maybe south america would be safer even though it's a little bit less developed let's say the timeline continues then it might actually be safer in South America. So to do a fallout game in Central or South America, to have some of the characters, instead of traveling from West to East and it be focused in the United States, it could still be focused in the Americas. And you could have a community that travels South, down through Central America, through Mexico, and then into South America. And if you think about the the let's think about the geography and the um the the weather and the that that side of things after nuclear war you tend to have uh it's speculated that you would have a nuclear fallout and you would have a nuclear winter where you have so much dust and things that are kicked off into the atmosphere that the sun gets blotted out and things get colder and plant life has a hard time growing and that sort of thing. And it appears that that didn't last too long in the world of fallout. It may have lasted a few years, but by the events of fallout 76, like 25 years later, we don't have much in the way of evidence of that happening. And the world is still fairly green, at least in that part of the world, which didn't get hit too badly by nukes. So 
If you have a place like the rainforest in South America, which tends to be a warmer climate, a warmer, wetter climate along the equator, so they're getting more sunlight anyway, then I would assume that that area actually is fairly safe. You have a lot of plant life, a lot of, of animal life, a lot of potential for uh, even stuff along the Amazon River for filtering out any of the the pollutants that make their way down there, even if that area isn't nuked. But then you also have more potential for life to continue in some form, um, probably un, at least not majorly affected the same way in other places that it would be. So communities there may actually survive better than anywhere else. So that means that places in South America, like in Brazil or in places along the Amazon, or even in some very remote parts, may have understood that the war happened, but weren't entirely destroyed or negatively affected by that. Their populations may still be very large. They still may have plenty of food and the ability to take care of themselves and the ability to manufacture things. So if that's the case, then you could build a case for the events of fallout happening. And within a few hundred years, that area of the globe rising to prominence because they're the ones who are actually able to keep going with their regular lives, to keep researching, to keep cultivating food. And then you could have a situation where, say, in Fallout 5, you have the events happening, let's say, in the Mojave again. Maybe it's like a, a New Vegas 2. And up from the south comes southern powers that are very modern and not ravaged by the same nuclear fallout as the rest of the United States or maybe the rest of the world. That would be really interesting as an extra faction. What do you think? Do you think that this is possible? The other the other places that or the other main place that is generally pointed out as being safe from nuclear fallout are, tends to be the poles. So somewhere like Antarctica or very, very far north in very northern Canada where nobody's planning to bomb the indigenous people who live up in northern, northern Canada. So those places could be safer, but they would be a lot harder to to live uh, due to the weather, the nature of the weather. If the earth gets colder, then those areas get even colder and there's more ice and there's more potential for the animal life in those places to die out because it gets even too cold for them to survive. And then it's also harder to plant food and vegetation if, if that area gets very cold. So I think, I think that part of the globe is less likely to be a place for people to survive and there's less people there in general. So even if small communities do survive, then it's not going to be too different than it is anywhere else in the wasteland where you have very small communities who are just making it by and, and living. So that's that's my thoughts on what else is going on in the rest of the world due to the fallout events and where would be the safest place to be. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. 
Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. If you have any other thoughts about this, shoot them my way. I think, so, okay, so a little bit, a little bit more of what we could go on here is the one other option would be island nations, places like Easter Island, um, Hawaii being that it's a United States state probably would get nuked, but if it, if it doesn't get nuked, then it could be safe. So there are other nations out there, other countries, other islands, uh, even places like, um, uh, Madagascar. I mean, we could have a bunch of funny cartoon animals taking over the world. Who knows? Things could get crazy. Things are already crazy. These games are nuts. Well, all right. Those are my thoughts for today about who would survive and fall out. I've done enough rambling. You guys have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you later. Robots Thoughts is brought to you by Robots Radio. If you'd like to get a hold of me and share your thoughts with me, write to me at robotsthoughts at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can interact with me on Twitter at robots underscore radio or at any of the other places where I do podcasts, places like Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast and Sleepy Time Stories. I really appreciate you listening.